save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Revisited. I'm Will here with John, who we excitedly got to pull away from bar prep. Hopefully we can do that again on July 13th when the first new episode of the album drops, but, you know, blessings in disguise. So we're here for our July news roundup, and we had kind of an amount of news, although some of this I think might be the wiki trying to troll us at this point, but, uh... (laughs) We'll get back to that. So I just wanted to cover something. So earlier in the week or month or back in June, I don't really know when you're listening to this. I posted a Instagram story ranting about why are they plugging the Indiana Jones movie so much? It's a little weird. And this whole breakdown of how Wit was not the first aging archaeologist to do pulpy adventures. So someone pointed out Katie Lee voices a character in Temple of Doom. That's probably why. Don't know why they didn't flat out say that. Hopefully do the same thing for the Barbie movie. Okay, because you know, well, Chris was the voice of is the voice of Barbie in the animated oh, movies. Uh, that's funny. But people have said I should apologize for that, and we talked about it. So I've got my ukulele here, and we're just going to do a little quick apology. Okay, I don't know if the audience recognizes the the news of dumb YouTube apologies. That's probably a good point. Can I at least drink my grimace shake? You're fine. Um. I mean, here's probably the reason is right. They're excited because she was in it. But Temple of Doom is generally considered like from from people I know. Christians don't really like to acknowledge the Temple of Doom because unlike the first and third ones, which involve Christian Jewish artifacts, that one is basically like voodoo has like, huh? Voodoo stuff. Yeah, not not exactly that, but akin to that. I think I think voodoo is like a more like a North America sort of thing, or like Caribbean sort of thing. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I don't know that much about voodoo. Unsurprisingly, I don't know that much. You know, I I, I don't read that much about it. Um, That's probably a good thing. Yeah, but uh. So I would assume they're like, oh, Indiana Jones, like she voiced it. That's great. That's exciting. I do think there are a lot of Christians because it's Ark of the Covenant and the Holy Grail and one and three really like Indiana Jones, but they very much want to ignore two. So they probably aren't going to like encourage someone to go see two. I do fully agree. And look, I know a lot of people don't like two. I'm going to get some hate for this. Temple of Doom is actually my favorite because it leans into the pure silliness of it. Mm hmm. 
Who's not bad, but I get why a Christian yes. broadcaster wouldn't want to necessarily talk about it, especially well, when kids are looking at the Instagram. Yeah, I fully get that. I just found it weird, but th- so there was a reason. I was originally going to post a joke. I hope for Oppenheimer we get a picture of Jack Allen and Blackard under the tunnel in Wits End. Stop, blow stop, up. stop. Awful. No, but seriously, if they did this for Katie Lee and, t- and the Indiana Jones movie, I hope they give Chris the same treatment for the Barbie movie. At least, like, a little n- nudge to it on the Instagram. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see, for sure. Yes. Okay, so we had some comic stuff happen. We finally finished the Acolyte arc. Got some sad news about that. And let's talk about how the Acolyte arc wrapped up first. Um, I think it wrapped up fine. I mean, I read these three or four comics. It kind of felt like it was just, I mean, it's inch. Okay. If this somehow equates to Richard Maxwell showing up in a Odyssey, like an actual audio, like audio Odyssey episode, that's exciting. Yes. Because that is a fun, saddest change and probably something that could have slash should have happened a while ago in the show itself. Yes. Um, You know, I think what it might be is he just shows up in the comics, which isn't bad. I mean, that's still fun to see him, but... I'm sure that's why the comic ended with, yeah, when I'll probably stay for now. So that way they can kind of explain, just say, oh, Richard's just out of town for the audio episodes. Yeah. I mean, a good wrap-up, you know... You know, they took him down. Uh, do we think Applesauce is truly destroyed? Definitely not. Because right, I feel like they always, like, destroy it. And they're like, there was a backup. Or, like, Wit's like, I haven't, like, been willing to destroy it. Well, because if it was, it was a government-made program, Wit might get into a lot of legal trouble in, like, a realistic scenario. But... Well, doesn't yeah. he destroy it? Like he destroys, destroys it at the it. end of the Blackguard saga. Right. But like But then remember like Applesauce is like programmed into the imagination station for Novacom or something or maybe that was just a a fun reference like it's it's kind of weird. I think it was a fun reference. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so no, I actually liked how they wrapped it up, you know. I think for the amount of panels this had, we could have had a little more about Jason on the roof. Yeah, he just I, kind of I comes think... off the roof. I got the Nova box. That's fair. You know, if it had been an audio episode, and I don't mean this like derogatory. I think it would have been fine. It would have been him on the roof, like grunting, being like, "I have to make it in time," and then him praying, like, "God, please let me get there in time." I don't mean that derogatory. That's just what it would have been. <laughs> no, I I do totally agree. I got a little nervous because comic panel 50 ends with where's Richard to begin. Uh, we could have just ended it at 50 and it would have been fine. Now we have to do even more of this. Actually, I read them all through in one go and it's very good as one thing. But when you tune in every Monday, sometimes it kind of feels like, oh, that was a bit of a. Yeah, it record. wasn't off. Like, like it was it was a good, very good series. There were just sometimes a panel where I was like, that's it. And that's not bad. I don't think, I think that sometimes just happens. I mean, it's a comic strip. Right. The panel, it's not like a book each. 
it's not like a manga where you get like a whole chapter you know we don't want to have people work ridiculous hours you know well that's a good point but apparently only one person has been doing the comic which is what i wanted to talk about so you caught apparently there was a cameo by brian dawson in the comic who's been writing the comics for the last year wait wait no i think it was he was drawing them right drawing. maybe is somebody else some, is it the so is there someone writing it and someone who's drawing it i think that's what i'm about to check okay brian dawson who's been the artist for the entire elsewhere okay so yeah i think just the artist Sadly, we must announce that Monday's strip was his last. Brian will be stepping down as the series' main artist due to medical reasons involving the use of his hands. Not life-threatening, so don't I worry. thought he said not involving the use of his hands. Oh, it's <laughs> using the, involving the use of his hands, but it's not life-threatening. Right. He has drawn over 64 strips, helped facilitate the official return of many fan-favorite characters, and has seen EIO through the entire first year of his existence. Uh, and we are praying that he does some healing so he can return one day. That would be nice. If you enjoyed his work, please take a time to comment on this post. And let, okay, so. We'll give a little applause. I think he did a good job. I agree. Very good drawing. And I think that also them officially talking about it funneling in a lot of returning characters means it was a, not maybe not a mandate mandate, but like that's kind of what these comics existed for. Because I kind of wonder that is this just them having fun and we're going to get to normal stuff eventually or. So let me say this about the art, because I think it's worth mentioning. I think the comic art is quite good. Yes. I think it's a pretty decent. Combination of like the different art styles of the past. I kind of I do agree with that. Like, I like it better than the current more official art. But I also think, I mean, the uh, the other, the official art's more polished. Yeah. But I also think if, you know, that's probably because this one guy's doing most of the drawing for the strips versus I, the official art's probably, I don't know, maybe one person does that art too. I don't know. Maybe it's the same person. Who knows? I'm going to guess the official art is workshopped a little more. Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think it's a quite a nice style for a comic. Yeah. So next mondays will be interesting because it's a new comic artist we'll also kind of know if they also write it based on if the writing changes at all yeah i feel like they would i guess yeah it's interesting because i would think there's someone writing it someone drawing it but it may be the same person right now the real question is how long can they do this until it's no longer sustainable and we start have to addressing the events of the comics in the show I think what you may see is it referenced in a club episode. Possibly. Within or, the next two years. Well, I think next two or three years, because you have to think there's a, a writing. I do agree. Or, and I know the Christian viewing audience of folks on the family would not go for this, a Wit of Two Worlds story where Wit goes into the Imagination Station or something, and we find out that everything pre the 2010 hiatus took place in one reality and everything post that takes place in another, and all the comics are taking place in the pre-2010 reality. Which would also kind of explain why in that first episode back from the hiatus, Matthew Parker's an established figure around Odyssey, but it couldn't have been more than two weeks in real life since so, the past episode. But you could say that about the other hiatus, right? Like, where well, suddenly there's that, all these well-established characters. Well, you could, but what I would argue is they very clearly say nine months to a year has passed in the world of the show in that episode. 
Yeah, but I think it's not crazy to just... One, I don't want them to do that. That's some weird, like, Dallas just rewriting, like, a lot of what is, like, known to have happened. I mean, we could still say a lot of those events took place. Okay. But, but I mean, I'm just saying it is kind of interesting to think. I was thinking about this the other day. Since the 2010 hiatus, we have not had as many out there stories as we did before the 2010 hiatus. You mean like pure comedy episodes? I mean things like Novacom, Blackguard. It's been a li- not in a bad way, but the episodes have felt a tiny bit more clandestine. Well, I mean, they had the Green Ring Conspiracy. Yes. Which I do think we forget sometimes. Um, I mean, they are, are setting up this thing right now, right? With, uh, what's his face? Maury. No, no, no. We had the Maury thing. What? Oh, the chairman. The, the chairman. Uh, so I think they're trying to do something like that again. You know, I I wonder if it's just hard with how it's set up right now, where it's like, you know, like 12 episodes a few times a year and then like the club because they have a what they're doing is they're trying to have a bunch more concurrent storylines. Yeah. No, that's Are you true. looking at something. Well, no, why? I don't know. You looked like you were distracted. Um. So I think so. I wonder even how fees like because like they had the whole like thing that's kind of like sub- seemingly gonna jumpstart something with the chairman which was like a four-part episode like the one with jillian six the one with jillian where i wonder if having as long of a thing like that is considered as feasible anymore just given that it's not like as much of a radio week to week thing and they're thinking they need to do more of like a binge like that is very possible like subscription thing and i don't because I think they are trying to do that. I do think people were a little disappointed with Green Ring. Like, I think with Green Ring, it was good. But you could tell they were stretching a little bit to, like, yes. fill the time slot. I mean, so, like, an example would be with, um, with like, the final Novacom volume. I remember, I think it's the final Novacom volume. There's, like, a weird, like, episode or the second to final one. There's, like, it's all Novacom except there's, like, a ha- the Happy Smilers episode. Oh, no, that is the album before. Right, but it, right. But that episode does kind of come in between Novacom building that episode, then the next episode is Plan B. Right, but I, I do wonder if, like, I appreciated that, I guess. But, I mean, it's weird. But it is like, okay, you knew you didn't have, like, the time to fill, like, like story-wise, this one. So you put in, like, a... Now, that episode also plays better in a retrospect because it's a very big moment for Aubrey's journey. Well, right. But, but no, I, I do agree. So, anyway, yes, don't do the Odyssey multiverse. I don't need everything everywhere all at once with wit. Although, if anyone wanted to draw me the Crisis on Infinite Earths photo of Superman holding Supergirl in his arms screaming, but it's Wit holding Connie in his arms screaming, I would post no. that. No, no, we wouldn't. Okay. Okay, let's get on to the episode for the yeah, week. Well, we need to get on to the free mo- comic first. Um, okay. 
So it's, it's a quickie. It is the Parker kids fighting over who gets to watch what on the big TV. Although they do mention like, can't you just watch it on your tablet? Da da da. Then Mr. Parker makes them all watch a documentary about Antarctica. That's cute. It's cute. But I, I, I did find that interesting. like, oh yeah, I guess fighting over the TV isn't really a thing anymore. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't even think of that. When you really think about it. Anyway, it was a nice Not little joke. Not that we fought over the TV that much. I don't think we did either. But, so, we were also pretty close in age, so. Yeah, like, well, we're also, I I feel like the stereotype is more a uh, brother and sister fighting over it because they want to watch two kind of diametrically opposed types of programming. No, that is true. All right, so, older and younger. It's usually that. Oh, yeah. So, nice little comic. feel like we haven't really seen the Parkers in any media in a while, so that was nice. Um, yeah. We complained the about them too much. I know. We didn't know what we had. Now there's no... I guess the Coradacy family is... And I'm really sorry I always forget their names. Is the uh, army one. The Perkins? The Perkins is probably the most family dynamic right now. At this point, you're probably right. Because we don't really see the Joneses. Zoe's mom has made an Wait, appearance. the That's Parkers? It. The Perkins? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Any, anyway, and then the Instagram story, you know, it's still Bart running for mayor. And it was going great for about three weeks there because it was just newspaper headlines that were co- comedy bits. So Bart gets hit on the head of an apple. All apples in Odyssey are banned. Bart restages truth and trivia and makes everyone watch on a giant jumbotron in town square. So then, so where we are now is Bart gives everyone a free toaster from the electric palace and it acts and they all set the town on fire. (laughs) Now, one thing I had not mentioned to you is the reason Bart gets away with election fraud is he, Jared catches him and confronts him, but he says, Jared, you can have free video games from the electric palace for life. If you keep your mouth shut. So the impl- implication is, like, two or three weeks has been going on, Jared has been in his basement playing video games. So he finally comes outside to a blazing fire. He goes to, what's his name, Bart, who's playing a fiddle. <laughs> Very interesting reference there. Um, And Bart says, you know, no one will believe you. And even if they do, they'll be mad that you kept your mouth shut. So what does Jared do? He talks to Wit. Who mm. says, Jared, it might be hard but it's the right thing to do. Okay, so here's the interesting thing. We, we've had two strips since that happened. One is Jared coming forward and Bart looking pretty pissed. And the one that was posted today, July 6th, is Eugene and somebody else in a photo lab confirming the photos were real. So as it looks like to me, no one's really mad at Jared at this point. No, because everyone's so mad at Bart. They're probably like, thank you for telling us. Right, also, and if this happened in real life, I would be like, okay... He's 12. I can kind of understand why he may have been bought so easily. Yeah. So we will see how that goes. It looks like it's reaching a conclusion. So I'll be curious to see if we run another what if scenario in the room of consequence or we move on to a new one after this. It'll be interesting to see. So, because like one of them was what if Jay Smouse had continued acting? So. Oh. Yeah, but anyway. So we actually have quite a few new episode descriptions here on the wiki now some of these might be the wiki trying to Wait, troll we me talk about the club episode first do we want to talk about the club episode yeah let's do that because it's a pretty short one oh, not really but anyway um where was it yes uh so because we have so many new episodes i'm not going to read an ai episode especially because i was kind of offended by the one it spit out for me where i said write an episode where 
that's a crossover of the adventures through adventures and odyssey show and the adventures through odyssey podcast and they did it but the hosts were bob and jesse and i'm a little pissed by that wow let's be fair it, it probably the word through was not say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Not enough to give it. We're, I mean, probably the truth of it is they probably haven't scrubbed our podcast. That's probably true. All right, club episode for the month. Precious Lord, part one. Trey meets a gospel legend who from a young age set his heart on becoming a famous blues musician. So, I mean, here's the thing. Only the first part is out. I think it's a pretty good episode so far. I don't know much about this guy, so it's interesting. It is always interesting that... And I think it's because they can use music and it's a little more interesting. But so often... Like, not so often... But it's like they do love their like music related like They really stories. do. And like it's not bad. I'm saying it's not here's the thing, they don't like necessarily do like true life Christian stories from like the last hundred ish, two hundred ish years that often. Oh yeah. But when they do, it's very often uh and maybe that's because it's like you know doing like a theologian like if you do one about like a certain person it gets a little more like oh are you supporting this person's theology versus like a gospel singer this is true i am curious to see if i recognize i haven't looked it up if i recognize the songs that are going to appear well so he is apparently the person who basically invented gospel music I wonder what they mean by gospel music because like he's like this is like what the like the 20s the 30s like where we are currently and I'm like so you like I guess like popularized gospel music I'm just curious I guess they're talking from like the the um very I don't know I'd be curious to see. He was born in 1899 and died in 1993. So yeah, this is probably the 20s. Yeah, I'm just, I'll be curious. 
to see. I mean, like, right, that's, like, a bold claim. I think he's probably, like, super influential in modern... Go- like, I don't know. The term... I wonder when the term gospel music came from. Yeah. Um, hold on. Thomas Dorsey was an American musician, composer, and Christian evangelist influent- influential in the development of early blues and the 20th century gospel music. So... Okay. Uh, let me say two issues I had. Not issues, but funny notices. Yes. Why does this portrait of this man have to remind Wit of all the people who have died? It's like, or remember, it was like, first, it's weird because the episode references that like, oh, I saw you perform with Jenny. And he's like, yeah, Jenny, like, she was like a great woman of God. It's like, oh, you saw me right after your son Jerry died in the war. And I'm like. Why why do we got to be referenced? I think they wanted to one they're like let's let's reference Wit's history. But it's yeah. also weird because then it's kind of implying it's like reminds us of how older Wit is. Yeah, so here here's the thing. I was just reading the Wikipedia article. Apparently, and I think this is going to tie into part 2 and why they did this. His wife died two two or three years after they got married in childbirth and their, his son died the next day. So I kind of wonder if they're going to Oh, uh, okay. Link that that's fair. That, that that probably explains it. Because I was going to say, I'm like, that's such a weird pull to like talk about that when they don't talk that much about it. But if, if there's the similar correlation, that helps. Yes. Uh, the one thing I would point out, because every episode with Trey, not that that's not a Calhoun family episode, is about his self-confidence issues. Yeah. Don't even say what he's self-conscious about in this one. Well, it's... Oh, that was another thing. He talks about, like, yeah, I'm worried about the future and, like, what the world's gonna be like. And first I'm like, okay, how is that gonna tie into what's going on in this episode? Because I get the sense they're talking about stuff and I could be wrong. But, like, I'm like, are they talking about, like, politics? Are they talking about the environment? Are they talking about just, like the economy like like there's so many things they could talk about and like they did it in the vaguest possible way right if they don't bring it back and they're probably going to do something like the world's always uncertain but you can be certain in god right that's probably what it's going to yes because what this first part of the episode really felt like is this guy had a different trajectory for his life that god set him on a different path yeah that's probably what they're going for uh overall i actually really like this episode I like that they used the portrait gallery. I like that they're kind of using it for what Bernard used to be used for, for stories that span longer periods of time. So we don't have to use the imagination station. We haven't seen you in years. Excuse. Yeah. Um, let me say what I thought was funny. Yes. He runs away from the police. And then we have like one of the only cutaways to Trey being like, you ran away from the police? And, like, he was like, yeah, and I regretted it later. Like, I regretted that I didn't, like, pay my dues or, like, something like that. And I'm just, like, wanna, if that's if he actually thought that later in life, sure. But it's, like, odd. He's like, we don't want to encourage people to run away from the police. Like, we want to be clear. Like, like it, it, I just found that funny. Where yeah. it's, like, the, it's this, like, 12-year-old kid being, like, I don't want to get caught. And he, like, runs out the window. And they have to very specifically address that it's like, that was wrong of me to do. 
I do kind of agree. There's a bit more of a loaded element to that that we won't get into in this episode, but... Yeah, it's it's just... I I don't think that's bad. I just found it funny. They're like, we gotta, like, stop the episode. Like, they're doing it for the purpose of showing, like, the type of places he was working were not Christian. Yes. And, like, you know, I'm assuming it's, like, a speakeasy or something. It was the 1920s, probably. Like that, like speakeasy or like something akin or just some shady club or something. Like that's the vibe I get. And then it, it's just funny where he's like, I get it. I get it's like kids and like Odyssey, I'm sure. Not, and I'm not like, I mean, Odyssey is pro police. Yes. I know there's controversy about some of that with people. Uh, I just found it funny as narratively that they're like, stop. We got to address this. That was bad. The character who did it admits it it was bad and he shouldn't have done it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I I like where it's going so far. I like that it doesn't end on this like earth shattering cliffhanger. It's just, well, you better hope I'm feeling merciful when (laughs) you ask for your job back, which I mean is a cliffhanger, but it's not he's been arrested or someone shot him or that kind of thing yeah it's it's a good place to stop but it's not like what's gonna happen now right it's not like will he escape from the police right exactly and especially because there's a month between each episode with the club yeah so no i thought this was really good i like again i like these history stories they've been doing because they feel different they feel i don't want to say less dramatic but it feels like they're playing up the drama a little less yeah which is nice Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see where part two goes. The web quest was, here's a kid who plays uh, gospel music in the modern day, basically. Not a bad quest. Yeah. Then there's like a, a question about how can your church incorporate more gospel music, which I think is a question our church's choir director could ask, but... <laughs> okay. So... Let's, um, let's uh, read these new descriptions. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I don't 100% know where some of these came from, but Okay. <laughs> Right, so the, the wiki writers could just be trying to troll us now, because I sometimes use them as too much of a source. But we, we will see. Okay. We'll put a disclaimer if by we find out these are fake by the time this comes out. Alright, so this is it for the Adventure Club for next year. This is apparently the June episode. As quiet as a smouse. Don't know why that's not a Christmas episode. Buddy, Jay, and Zoe enter their school project, The Case of the Blue Diamond, in an audio drama contest, but disqualification on a technicality sends everybody scrambling to solve the problem and get back into contention before the deadline. I mean, I I would say that's probably true, because I don't know how you have that name connected to that episode, unless it's referencing something we don't know about. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm looking at this right they have no notice to where this came from but they also have connie and red hollard listed as characters so yeah you know it's an abigail geiger episode i wonder if she posts about these on her social media or something and we don't know about it maybe anyway doesn't matter uh the other one is running the race parts run one two and three bridget journeys into the imagination station to meet athlete and missionary eric liddell Okay. I mean, good. I mean, I like that there's a new um 
as I was saying, like a something connected to uh, I'm, I'm not, like a different sort of thing. Is this the guy? This isn't the guy who uh, Chariots of Fire is based on, right? That's what I'm checking right now because I think it is. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, depicted in yes, the Oscar winning from Chariots of Fire. Okay, I mean, I guess it's not bad because I guess a kid wouldn't watch Chariots of Fire. Although I think there are adults who have shown their kids Chariots of Fire because I think that's a pretty, like, maybe I, to be fair, I've never seen the movie. I probably should have. But, um, I guess it's good to introduce kids to that because that is a, you know, a good story. Yeah. So, I mean, nice. I, again, I don't love that it's a three-parter as a club episode, but... Oh, is it a three-parter? That does seem a bit much, simply because that story is pretty famously out there. Right, and I, I guess here's my other thing. Uh, I, I know if it was also on an album episode, I'd be saying, why are they wasting three episodes on a historical in the albums where they move the story forward? So it's a no-win situation. But um, Yeah. I think a two-parter would be appropriate. But I think a three-parter does seem like a lot. I do I do tend to agree. All right. So we've got album 66, titles slash descriptions, right notes, wrong key. Jules joins Manic Ravioli, a local band. That sounds fun. Yeah. And if it's real, we've got characters. So Jules, Bridget, and then a person named Gunner and Raz. Uh, I'm excited to hear it. I mean, it could just be a pre-existing characters doing different voices. <laughs> I do agree. Uh, but that sounds like fun. Yeah, so and again, this is album 76. And then we've so got... It, it concerns me that Buck isn't mentioned. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that in a second, actually. Uh, we've also got the Rydell Realizations, parts 1, 2, and 3. Now, all who's listed here is Mori, Susu, and Wit. So I'm assuming this is another part of the arc regarding whatever's going on with the team. I hope they're not trying to do a hasty wrap-up just because it's starting to feel like they need to do something with this story. I think they are going to incorporate it somehow into this chairman thing. I do agree. I think they're involved with Tasha. I think there's even some stuff that's like, I think it's going to be about the team. It's going to be about them trying to come to terms with stuff. And then I think there's going to be even if it's something weird, like, they think Maury's doing something. Yeah. And it's, like, turns out to be something with the chairman or something. We'll see. I totally, totally agree. Okay. Now, we also have an episode for album 77, which releases next summer. A Streak of Good Buck, parts one and two. <laughs> Buck makes a new friend. Okay. So there's a couple interesting things here, and I partially think this is real, because why would you make this up? The characters listed are Jules and Buck, a new character named Brayden, who is voiced by Grayson Smith. Do you know who that is? I've heard of him. He was the 2017 Get In The Show winner. <laughs> who He's actually... Finally coming round. <laughs> well, here, here's the interesting thing. He's actually voiced a few ancillary characters in other episodes looking at his wiki page. Yeah. But it's all been, you know, background characters or characters who didn't have a huge bearing on the story. So is he finally coming in? It's like, if Brayden, like, sticks around, is is he finally going to be reoccurring or? 
Maybe. I mean, here's the question. Is Buck still going to be an Odyssey? That's Well, that's what I wonder. We'll know in a couple weeks. Because it could very well be Jules goes to visit Buck while Eugene is... I don't know, out of town or something. Right. That That's the thing, is we don't know. It could be that they're establishing a friend for Buck, so when they have an occasional Buck-related episode, he can be there, maybe? Right, well... Or it could be that he's making a new friend in Odyssey, but right, it does seem a little weird. Yeah, like, let's give Buck a friend so he can go on his own adventures... Once Maybe a year they realize they're basically, he's only connected to Jules, and if we get rid of Eugene, we actually need someone in le- like to con- like for him to have more interactions with, so it's not every Buck episode is primarily about him and Jules, or him and Eugene were kind of like the dynamics. Anyways, just to know, these could all have been faked by the wiki just to mess with me, but I find it a little... Odd, they would specifically call out the Get in the Show 2017 winner. If they said on the podcast they're not really interested in AI or they're not really interested in like recasting, I think Eugene's probably going to be gone for a long time. I I agree. I just hope that means, and I hate to bring this up because he, he's almost ninety. When Andre Stoika passes, I'm going to be a little perturbed if they do a fourth wit. Well, I think they will. I mean, I think the thing with Wit is they've replaced him before. True. And so there's more of a precedent. I think it's probably harder, you know, for them and Eugene. I also think part of it is they do have a lot of characters now. True. Let, let's say this. You, Wit, I don't think this is a crazy statement to say. I think Wit's still very important to Odyssey. But I think, like, since the hiatus, you know, he's... And he's gotten a little more important since the hiatus. So it, but he's probably the least important he's ever been. Yeah, okay, that's my After the high... is uh, 79. That Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he's 90. Um, I... And so, like, I mean, he, he, technically a few years ago, I think he was less relevant, all things considered. But, like, I think it's hard, right? You get rid of wit, and then, like, what is the... Like, everyone's dynamics change. Right, I, I agree. And so... As as much as a big shift that would be, I do think if they got rid of Wit, like, permanently, I know they, like, thought about doing that, like, with Jack Allen, like, they're like, oh, we'll send Wit away for a while, but it was always, like, a lot of those were kind of dependent on the idea that Wit was gone, like, that was the whole, like, idea for a long time, it's like, oh, Wit's not here. Yeah, and I think that's why Renee and Horace got bumped to album status, because they were going to kind of be the new sciencey characters who can build things with wit and that kind of thing yeah i probably yeah so i will be curious to see it would not surprise me if at some point in the comics we start having eugene adventures in the medical field yeah so anyway i think that covers everything we had to cover this month uh yeah we just we went over the news which wasn't super plentiful the comics the episode okay so we've got part two in august and starting july 13th we've got the new episodes we do know the best is yet to come is going to be the last four of the albums it's either going to be the penny episode or the suzu episode yeah so uh hip hip hooray (laughs) 
But no, seriously. So I just as a heads up, everyone, John is taking the bar in a couple of weeks. So there will not be any new owl episodes of us going through old episodes until he's done. I like how you're like, oh, it's not as if we haven't had those like long gaps between those. But now we have a reason. Okay, that's true. I'm just saying, I I would hope we can record it the first album episode, and then by the time the second one comes out, you'll be done, so... Hopefully. I mean, when does the second one come out? The first one is July 13th. So... First one's July 13th. Well, that's a week from today. So the second one's on the 20th. Okay, well... The bar is on, like, the 25th or 24th. Okay, so maybe we'll be a few days late. Yeah, but we'll make do. Yes. Anyway, so have a good month, everyone. I'm Will. I'm John. We'll see you next time. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.